0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and it's Saturday, which means that I get to record with
1: Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey, happy Saturday
0: happy Saturday to you. And we are not sitting across from each other as we usually are when we record these because you're, you're at your house. Are you at your house? I don't even know. You could be like on the moon.
1: <laughs> I'm at my house. Yeah. yeah. And I'm
0: in my office, but we just had to get it done. Sometimes Sarah works from home. And so we do these things remotely, but we've got a bunch of questions that we're going to dive right into with Saturday shows. We do have a winner. We give something away every single Saturday, and before I share what we're giving away today, something new, and it's something that has been really saving me lately, like no exaggeration, but before I tell you what that is, heads up that registration is open now for the Fall 12 Weeks to Transformation, we kick off in like a week. Our fall session starts on Sunday, September 29th. So registration is open now, but we do cap enrollment. We do limit it. And the reason for that is Sarah's sanity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kind of though, right? Like, well, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> I know Oh, that's, that's kind of true. And yeah, no, just kind of true. Um, so we do limit enrollment into the 12 weeks to transformation. And we do that because we never want to take more people than we can serve well. True. I mean, we have live coaching webinars every single week. So if we just opened it up to the masses in general, then we wouldn't be able to get to everybody's questions and that's not okay with us. One thing that is so important to me is that when we have our coaching webinars, every question gets answered and we're not there for four hours, right? <laughs> Cause obviously we could just like carve out an afternoon, settle in, but that wouldn't be practical For you guys in the 12 weeks to transformation we like to keep those coaching webinars at or under one hour and make sure every single person's question or challenge or struggle gets addressed and the other piece of it is one of the things that Sarah does each week is she goes through let's say we're in week five every single week she's gonna go through and she's gonna be looking for okay who has yet to complete the week four challenge? And then she's going to reach out and just say, hey, you know, we're in week five. I just wanted to make sure everything's good. Is there anything we can do to support you? And Sarah, as one human, couldn't do that with an infinite number of people. So those are a couple of the reasons that we cap enrollment. Any other thoughts on that? I know. I I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. So I just don't want people to think like, oh, you have until the 28th. The other thing is the sooner you register, the sooner we ship out your identity journal, which is new and improved for our fall session. And I'm really excited about it. I think I'm most excited about the addition of the habit tracker in there. Is there anything, I know you've been using it um, as well, Sarah, is there anything in the new version of the identity journal that you're most excited
1: about? I'm uh, with you. Totally the habit tracker. Yeah. Because I like seeing visuals of things me in, too. as a visual. Yeah. And I'm motivated by that. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I want to create a bunch of check marks. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I, I'm one of those people that really likes to cross things off a list, even if it's like create a list <laughs> and am <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> done. done. <Bad>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, if I make a list in mid-morning, I'll totally put on it the things I did before, or earlier in the morning, yes. just so I can cross them <laughs> off. Woke <So>. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nailed it. 100%. <laughs> I'm on a roll. roll today. Sometimes I just need that uh, little bit of momentum, even if yeah. it's slightly artificial. So the sooner you register, the sooner we get your identity journal out in the mail. And yes, we do mail them all over the world. Sarah has memorized the U.S. Customs form. <laughs> I'm a pro. Sleep. Yes. So, yeah, we're always shipping them out to everywhere, all over the place. The first country that, like, jumped into my mind was New Zealand, but they go everywhere. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So do not wait. We'll talk more about that Um probably at the end of the show, or maybe as we dive into some of these questions. But if you want to register, go to the show notes page for today's episode. That's the easiest place, primalpotential.com forward slash 658. That's the easiest place. I would love the opportunity to work with you this fall. So don't wait, make a move. One last thing about that. So this fall starts on Sunday, September 29th. And it runs for 12 weeks, so it wraps up just before the week before the Christmas holiday. And when we get into the new year, there's going to be a Bambino in the office. Oh, Bambina, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> right? Bambina. Um, so what that means for the 12 Weeks to Transformation, I don't know yet. All I know is that I'm definitely doing fall. And I really, really want to kick off 2020 with a new session but just speaking plainly here i don't know what the next few months are going to bring or what the beginning of the year is going to bring so do not wait until 2020 because i would hate for you to be like you know it's how i'm going to kick off the year and then we make the decision that it makes some sense to take time off from the 12 weeks i just want to be really transparent with everybody about that very real possibility cuz i don't know how things are going to roll and when baby's going to come and all of that kind of stuff so fall is it. Go to the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 658. Okay. I don't even think I've talked to you about this, Sarah, but the winner today, we give something away every single Saturday. We're going to give today's winner a one year subscription to the Simple Habits app because I am a huge fan of meditation, like huge fan of meditation. It Has taken me off the edge (laughs) like um, every day lately. Like, seriously, I uh, I, it's been rocky, and I've been practicing transcendental meditation for maybe like a year and a half almost two years now. And I love it, but I'll be honest, when life gets really hard, like, I need a little more, I, I need a little bit more than that, and so. Um, one of my friends who's actually, who was in my mastermind, told me about this meditation app called Simple Habit. And I started using it as a supplement to my, my longer meditation sessions. And the cool thing about it is that you can search by like whatever the issue is, if you're sad, if you just had a breakup. Um, for me, One of the first things that I searched was morning sickness and they actually have a five minute meditation for morning sickness. And I know it's so cool. And I've, I've sometimes Sarah sees this, I'll be like, I need to get something done, but I'm just not focused. And so for 10 or 20 minutes, I'll just like pop up and I'll go do something else. And then I'll do something else. And I'm like, I know I need to sit down and knock this out, but Oh wait, the mail needs to go out. I searched focus And there was like 10 different super short meditations specific to work focus or workout focus or, you know, um, relaxation, you name it. And they've been so helpful to me. Plus you can sort them from like, I know I'm rambling now, but five minutes, 10 minutes, longer than 10 minutes, which I love because sometimes all I have is five minutes or less. Oftentimes, all I have is five minutes or less. So it's been a huge, huge help for me. There are all sorts of pregnancy ones that I've used. And the best part about it is that they have hundreds of them for free. You don't have to buy the app. We're gonna give today's winner a one-year subscription so they get the full paid app. The other thing that I really like about it is that you can download them so that they're available when you're not online. Either you don't have Wi-Fi, or like the other day for me, I was on a cross country flight. And since I had downloaded a few of my favorites, I was able to go to go through them while being on airplane mode. So there's a free version of the app um, and you can go to getsimplehabit.com forward slash primal potential. But today's winner, we're gonna give them a one-year subscription, I find meditation not only to really help me in those moments where I just want to like sit and cry and feel sorry for myself, but also it really helps me in those moments where I just really need to focus and I'm feeling scatterbrained. So listen all the way to the end to find out if you won that one-year subscription. But even if you didn't, you can get it for free. You can get uh, the free version of the app, by going to getsimplehabit.com forward slash primal potential, we'll also link this up in the show notes. But seriously, Sarah, if you haven't downloaded it, go to that um, URL and check it out because you can search like overwhelm or um, low energy, absolutely anything. And it's going to come up with like a bunch of options and it'll always show you how long the meditation is.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. And we hadn't talked about that. So I'll I'll I definitely know. download it. Yeah. Um, when out. I
0: was when I was at a conference in California just last week, I was not feeling well at all. And I don't really love, Sarah knows this about me, but I don't really love like big social gatherings. And so like with a thousand plus people there, I had a lot of like, oh, I think I'd rather just stay up here in my room and <laughs> you know, Zerwick and live stream what's going on downstairs. So I did a few that were on gratitude and anxiety, and they really, really, really make a difference. And probably my favorite thing about meditation is that it changes the blood flow to your brain. It actually increases blood flow to your prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain that helps you make decisions. And so, as you increase blood flow to that, as you meditate, you make better decisions. And I, for one, have moments where I really could use that assistance in making better decisions. So so. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. It's one of the big things about meditation that very few people talk about because they think about it only in terms of like relaxation and stress relief. But if you want to become a better thinker, a better decision maker, if you feel like you're not disciplined, one of the best things you can do is meditate because it actually improves your brain function. Very cool. I need a little improvement in brain function a lot of the time.
1: I think we all do. Yeah, probably.
0: All <laughs> right, I like I just could go on and on about that forever, but I'll stop now. We got some questions.
1: We do. The first one is, how do I get out of my head? I'm having trouble finishing tasks and being present.
0: I mean that there's this was not intended, but honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind, not only cuz we just talked about it, but cuz it's really true is meditate. Right? I mean, This goes back to the fact that we can physiologically change our brain function through meditation because it changes the blood flow, the blood flow pattern in the brain. And honestly, a lot of times this sense of I can't get out of my head is because we're allowing the rapid thought cycle to just go on and on and on and on and on. And we're thinking about this, and then we're thinking about that. Oh my gosh, I need to do this, and I didn't do this, and what about this? And this person was supposed to get back to me, and they didn't. So many times, we just have to create a practice of slowing down, of really shifting from being in thoughts about the past, about the future, and in the present moment. And that's really what meditation is all about. The other thing is, and I think this comes from Tim Ferriss, but I might be wrong. I believe it was Tim Ferriss who said, if you can't get out of your head, get into your body. And when I think about like a CrossFit workout, it's a perfect example of that. My my boyfriend started going to CrossFit like, mm, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And before he started going... I would he would be like I don't get why you like like to suffer. And I said it's not I I don't and I'm living that right now. I really don't like to suffer. Um but it's the only time of the day where I can't be in my head because I'm physically working my body so hard I can't be thinking about work. I can't be thinking about my renovation. I can't be thinking about, you know, what happened yesterday. Now, if I were to like get on a stair climber and just go at sort of a moderate pace and a moderate intensity, it's almost like a breeding ground for overthinking because you're just there captive and your mind wanders all over the place. But working out intensely is a really powerful way to get out of your head. And meditation is a really powerful way to practice being present. And generally it all comes down to practice, right? If you notice that you're not present, then you just return to the present moment and you do that a bajillion times until one day you realize you only have to do it a million times in a day, in an hour. As for finishing tasks, this is something we talk about a ton in the 12 weeks to transformation, especially as we get closer to the end of the 12 weeks because we're all expert starters, right? We've started the day strong a million times. We've started the month strong a million times. Most of us start the year strong and we've got a plan and we've got a new journal and we've got some goals and all of that. We've mastered the strong start, but we haven't mastered the strong finish. And what I tell my clients in the 12 weeks of transformation is that starting strong is great. It might change your day. Finishing strong will change your life. The beautiful thing about the practice of becoming a strong finisher is that we all probably have seven hundred times to practice in a day. I was thinking about this yesterday, and I think it was because it came up on one of my coaching webinars in the in the twelve weeks of transformation. but I started a conversation yesterday, and it wasn't going well. I started to cry, I was frustrated. And this thought popped into my head that like, okay, I I haven't just like devolved into an angry emotional person on this call. I can finish this call strong. And so I took a deep breath and I was like, listen, here's the situation. I feel like we could have addressed this three weeks ago and not waited until the last minute. And we didn't, but moving forward, if this is going to work, I don't want these kinds of questions that could have been asked before to wait. Can we agree on that? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, now what do you need from me? And is a phone call the most efficient way to do it? Or would it be more efficient for both of us and avoid miscommunication for you to email me a list of questions and I can get them back to you within an hour. So even though the conversation didn't start strong, it can finish strong. And that is the case with not only every conversation, it's the case with every meal, it's the case with every task. I started working on a podcast earlier this morning before Sarah and I jumped on to record this one, and I was all over the place. The puppy was in here and he was being crazy and I was distracted and I wasn't really in the rhythm. So I didn't start it off strong, but I can finish it strong. And that is how we practice becoming a strong finisher. So you picked up donuts for breakfast. Okay. The day is not lost. This is an opportunity to practice being a strong finisher. And that is one of the things we really, really focus on in the 12 weeks.
1: And if you have the journal, you'll have the habit tracker and you can check that task off. Exactly. Which really makes a difference. There's something psychologically
0: powerful
1: about holding yourself accountable on paper. So true. Yeah. Okay, how to keep yourself accountable when you lose motivation? So this is really interesting because to me, these are two different
0: things. Losing motivation and keeping yourself accountable, right? So if the problem is I've lost motivation, then to me, the solution is less about accountability and more about manufacturing motivation. I need to get my motivation up again, which beautifully, just like finishing, is something we all get to practice every single day because there are going to be many tasks in a day that you don't feel motivated to do, and maybe a couple that you do feel motivated to do. Motivation is not something that we have to hope for, that we either wake up with or we don't. It is something we create, and I feel like. Do we talk about motivation every week? I think we do. <laughs> I, know. I mean, in between everything, like the 12 <laughs> weeks and emails and clients and our Facebook group, we might talk about motivation every single day. And that's not because people are unmotivated. It's because people don't understand motivation. My sister uh, is a social worker and she works in a high school. So she's got her hands full working with teenage and and preteen kids, preteen because she's also a coach, and she coaches at the middle school level. And she was doing a summer program with a bunch of students. Some were in high school and some were entering high school. And she was talking to them about motivation. So we were having a conversation about how to best demonstrate motivation because nobody talked to me about this in, in high school or middle school, but I know I had, like, lots of days where I wasn't motivated to pay attention in class. I wasn't motivated to do my homework. I wasn't motivated to study were you like that, or were you like the on the Johnny on the spot, kind of on the ball student? Oh, no, totally, with you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> my sister was like Johnny on the spot, which is probably why she's like, how do I talk about motivation? <laughs> so is my just, sister. Oh, it's not just so perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so frustrating. Like everything just came easily for her, and I was on struggle bus. In school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about it, and what I suggested that she do is something I've done with my clients before, and that is light a match and hold it up and see how long before it goes out. Usually, depending on the match, it's between four and 12 seconds. You've created fire and then boom, fire is gone. And a lot of people look at motivation as though like, what the heck happened? I had it and now it's gone. And I mean, I can't recreate it. When Motivation is really more like the fire than it is like the match. If you want to keep the fire going, you have to take action. If you just strike the match, that's not enough. It's a great start and it's an essential start, but it is not enough. We have to feed the fire continuously, not just once, continuously. And I feel like I live in the land of fire. (laughs) I'm so glad you're not actually living in a land of fire right now. i, I the <laughs> last thing you need. It sort of feels that way. But uh, the boyfriend loves to have bonfires. And we have so much stuff to burn here between like furniture that people left behind. And he, for some reason, has pallets delivered like every other week. I laid down the law. I was like, the pile of pallets looked like a mountain. And I was like... No, no more pallets. They just can't be delivered anymore. But he's always having... I'm right, right? Like You would see the pallets get delivered. It's yes. totally bonkers. But he loves to build bonfires and you know, sit outside with music and a beer and watch fire. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. I like fire too. I really do. I think it's beautiful. But if he were to light a match, that is not a bonfire. If he were to throw two pallets on the fire and walk away, the fire would probably only last 15 minutes. You have to constantly be adding to it. And this is true with motivation. You might wake up fired up. That happens to me about two days a month. (laughs) I just wake up ready to go feeling amazing. But on the other days, you have to build the fire yourself and you have to then stoke it, and you have to constantly be adding to it, and what you add to it to keep the fire going is going to be different from person to person, but for me, one of the things that really adds to this fire and keeps it going strong is making progress. So that might be I have to do four podcasts today, I've done one, I feel more motivated. I've done two, I'm like halfway there, I'm even more motivated. I've done three, I'm feeling proud of myself. And when I knock out that fourth one, I'm really, really motivated. And that keeps me going. Or maybe it is eating really well. And one meal, one decision, saying no to something one time, builds that motivation, but we have to keep doing those things again and again and again. So what I would say if you've lost motivation is think about it like that fire. You now have to build it. You have to stoke it. You can't do it once and then hope it's going to last. It might last 15 minutes. It is a constant thing. And the beautiful thing is it's not just progress that keeps us motivated. Sometimes podcasts motivate me or music motivates me. Or one thing that really motivates me is a conversation with somebody in my life who's like really getting things done. That can be very, very motivating. You know, like if I talk to Sarah and she says that she's been, you know, up half the night creating signs, there's something about hearing that somebody else is pushing themselves that I find really, really motivating. So it's not just we constantly have to be creating progress, but we do have to constantly be exposing ourselves to things that motivate us. what what are some things that motivate you? you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Well, um, I feel the same way about you, seriously <laughs> being in your world. No, but really, I, I you hit home when you were talking about like hearing about what someone else is doing. I mean, yeah when I hear that you have 17,000 things going on and you're waking up at like 4.30 in the morning and checking all your stuff off the list, it's like, what excuse do I have? Let me get going here. Yeah. You know, I, um, I
0: just got chills thinking about this. I mentioned that I was at a conference um, and one of the speakers was Elizabeth Smart who, if that name sounds familiar, she was the 13 year old who was abducted from her bedroom that she shared with her sister and held captive for nine months. And she was raped every single day as a 13 year old for nine months. At one point, the, the way that they kept her um, was chained between two trees so that the only things she could reach were the tent and a bucket in which she could go to the bathroom. And one day she actually could hear people screaming her name who were searching for her. But one of her captors held a knife to her throat and said, anybody who gets close enough is going to die. And it might be one of your parents. And so she didn't scream. And I'm listening to her tell this story And it's not just like this woe is me story, which we would all feel drawn to, right? And and hurt for her, and I certainly did. But her story was about what she's done with her life since. And not being a victim, being a true survivor who makes a difference in the world. And I'm sitting there thinking that like, Yeah, my life feels hard right now. And she talked about how everybody's hard. You know, we can't compare them. It's not degrees of magnitude. Um, But at the same time, I couldn't help but think, I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm not in danger. (sighs) Like you said, what excuse do I have?
1: Yeah.
0: You know? So there's motivation
1: all around. We just have to really commit to it. Uh, that must have been such oh my gosh such a story to hear and and you know from her directly it must have been incredible
0: it was and i had to pee so bad i was like <laughs> bouncing <laughs> but i didn't want to get up like being pregnant like i i pee constantly and i just sat there willing to pee my pants because <laughs> i didn't want to miss one second of her story not cuz it was just this riveting story but because i was so moved and inspired by her And we just have to surround ourselves with those kinds of stories and those kinds of moments. And and
1: yeah, it's powerful. Definitely is. All right. Uh, This person says that they are happily married. They're having a problem finding myself after their kids have gone. They say, I let myself go and it's hard to find my joy again. I miss my kids being here at home with us. They gave me life.
0: I'm pausing for a second because I have heard this several times in the last few weeks. And I think that maybe it's a function of like the time of year and, you know, kids going off to college at this time. Because um, a couple people in the master's club have brought this up uh, and I've gotten a couple emails about it and then, And then this comment, and I will say, first of all, that I'm not like a relationship expert um, and I haven't experienced kids leaving home. I just have kid camping out like in my body, um, (laughs) making life really fascinating. But the first thing that I think about is something that my mom always said. As we got older, and especially when my older sister went to college and people would I would be present when people would ask my mom, like, oh, how are you doing with your first one going off to college? She would say, this is what we raise them for, right? To be independent, to be healthy enough mentally and physically to leave. The alternative is that they aren't. And she would say, and I don't want that. I want to know that the way I, I raised them to be independent is exactly what is happening. And it doesn't mean that she didn't, you know, miss my sister terribly because I know she did, but it all comes down to perspective. Like, yes, we can choose this perspective that like I miss them and they're gone and it's awful and it's lonely, or we can choose this perspective of gratitude because there are a lot of parents whose kids aren't well enough physically or emotionally to go off on their own. That is just fact. And there are a lot of parents whose children will never be independent. It is a gift. It is a blessing. And something I tell myself, um, I don't know, 10,000 times a day is I refuse to turn my blessings into burdens. That is not always an easy decision to make. And that's why I tell myself so regularly. But we do not have to choose to turn our blessings into burdens. The fact that you have children is a blessing and you do not have to choose to make it a burden. The fact that they are well enough to be independent is a blessing and you do not have to make it a burden. Now, this does not mean that it doesn't hurt and that you don't miss them. It goes back to something we've talked about recently, and that is paradox. In that episode that I did my three thoughts on, on raising a daughter, um, which I've had several people message me and say that was the best podcast ever, which I have mixed yeah. feelings about. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> of all the other ones, just been like subpar, and finally I nailed it <laughs> after four years. Thanks, um, daughter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but my mother was one of the people that said that, but also just some like listeners that, that I don't know personally. Um But one of the things I talked about in that episode is this idea of paradox, because I thought about these three things that I really want my daughter to know and believe and be. And I was having a conversation with my sister about it. And I said, no, but nobody ever talked to us about this. Like no one ever had a conversation with us growing up about resilience or um, mental toughness or anything like that. But what was demonstrated, we realized as we were talking about it, was the openness to paradox. We had a lot of tragedy growing up. Um, Not only when my dad died in a car accident, but also before that we had a, a very, very close family member that was terminally ill for years. And it felt like every day was a roller coaster with that. And I remember my mom would spend sometimes hours a day on the phone with my aunt talking about what was going on. And in the same phone call, always, they would be crying and sad and fearful and also laughing. And at every single family celebration, because we just had some tough stuff, there would be darkness and light There is darkness when you are lonely or you miss your children, but don't feel like it's at the exclusion of light because quite frankly, you now have opportunities with an empty nest that you didn't have before. And we have to be really open to that. So embrace paradox and your kids giving you life. Again, that's an opportunity for paradox. Your kids can give you life and also other things can. And if right now there is nothing, then what an amazing opportunity, what an amazing thing to bring your awareness to the fact that it's time to give some of your energy to finding what other things can bring you life. Whether that's friendships, you said you're happily married, it's taking your romantic relationship to the next level, or it's taking up a new hobby or it's volunteering. One of the best ways to get out of sadness is to serve, is to serve somebody else. So maybe this is a great opportunity for you to turn
1: some of that energy into serving other people. When, excuse me, what a great opportunity too for your kids to see that you can be your own person and also yeah life without them like that's a powerful message for them to be able to take on into their own life and for your kids to see
0: that you can miss them and love your life yes that you can be sad and also having an epic time because that example is really powerful too for for them but also for you
1: definitely Okay. This next question says I'm currently on Weight Watchers and losing consistently, but what supplements do you recommend for chronic fatigue and depression? I have already seen my doctor about medical alternatives as well.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely glad you're seeing a doctor because I'm not a medical doctor and I do not give medical advice ever. Um, I did an episode a while back on the link between the microbiome and anxiety and depression. I don't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but either Sarah or I will find it um, and put it in the show notes because I didn't know about this and it, it has made a big difference in my life, specifically in my romantic relationship. Um, my boyfriend has struggled with depression um, maybe before, but certainly since he served in the Air Force. And while we knew there were all sorts of like neurotransmitter elements to this and biochemical elements to depression, what we didn't know until recently is the very strong link between the microbiome and depression because the bacteria in your gut, if you have good, healthy bacteria, actually produce more... Of the calming and antidepressive neurotransmitters than your brain does. And so, if you have even a mild degree of dysbiosis, then you are not going to produce as many of those, you know, the GABA, the dopamine, the serotonin, all of that. Uh, And and people who have dysbiosis are far more likely to experience depression. So I will link to the product that we used in the show notes um, and continue to use that actually has some really powerful clinical research on its ability to reduce anxiety and depression. So uh, not only have we experienced the benefits and and many, many people we know have as well, there's um, really impressive clinical research on it as well. So I'll put that in the show notes.
1: All right. We're on to our last question here. And it says, my husband is on a DASH diet for high blood pressure and also needs to lose weight, but fatty meats are also high in sodium. What would you suggest for his food consumption?
0: The beautiful thing is from a fat loss standpoint, fatty meat has nothing to do with it you know, so you are not limited in any way if you are trying to avoid fatty cuts of meat. So um, whether we're talking about red meat, or we're talking about fattier fish, or we're talking about fattier poultries, like chicken thighs versus chicken breasts or whatnot. Ultimately, when we're talking about fat loss, we are talking about fat from whole food sources, which does not have to be animal, we can be talking about avocado, coconut, um, macadamia nuts, things like that, extra virgin olive oil, MCT oil. And we're talking about lots of non-starchy vegetables, so those aren't an issue at all. Broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, all of those things, and then of course, your like leafy green vegetables and whatnot doesn't limit you at all. And for every single fatty meat that you could consider, there's always an alternative, right? If you don't want to do ground beef, you can do ground turkey or you can do ground chicken. If you don't want to do chicken thighs, you can do chicken breasts. If you don't want to do salmon, you could do a leaner white fish. Um, there's so many options. You are not limited in any way by a desire to avoid fatty meats. All right. So we went on and on and on, or I went on and on and on (laughs) about the uh, meditation app that has been so helpful to me. So today's winner, this is her Instagram handle, at Diane Myers underscore TCEY. Today's winner is at Diane Myers underscore T-C-E-Y. We are going to give you a free one-year fully paid subscription to the Simple Habit app. If you didn't win, don't worry. You can get the free version of the app or you can get the paid version and save 30% on it by going to GetSimpleHabit.com forward slash Primal Potential. Don't worry. I'll link that up in the show notes primalpotential.com forward slash 658. That's also where you go to register for the 12 Weeks to Transformation. It is open now. You don't want to wait. We do limit registration. So, yeah, that's that. At Diane Myers underscore TCEY. You can win by either leaving a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or leaving a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, and or posting on Facebook or Instagram, tagging me with your favorite episode of the podcast or something you learned on the podcast. Whatever you choose, that is how you win. We give something away every single Saturday. Do
1: you have anything fun going on this weekend? You know, I don't, I don't know, which is kind of fun for me to not know. I like that. Yeah, what about is, you? Is it fall yet? Um, no. Not officially. I, not officially. Not officially. That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, this weekend, I actually was thinking that there are so many things, even though the house is in chaos, that I, little things that I could do to make it feel more peaceful for me, but I've just been going so fast and so hard in so many different directions that I haven't done any of them. So with no travel and no plans this weekend, um I think I'm going to do a couple of those. And actually, we were going to see a movie, which we never, I can't even tell you the last movie I saw, but I do know I fell asleep in it. And then the boyfriend told me he'd never take me to a movie again. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's we're fair. Gonna, I know. We're going to see the, jo- the Joker. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know. It's with um, Joaquin Phoenix. Cool. And then the Patriots play. So.
1: Oh, yes. That's right. We're back in
0: football season. I know, which is like my favorite time of year. So. I'm pumped about that. All right. Fantastic. So great to chat with you, even if it's at a distance. I know. I will see you tomorrow. Yes, you will. All right, everybody. If you've got questions or topics, you can send them to us, primalpotential.com forward slash inbox, and we will cover them on a Saturday show. And I hope you choose to make today amazing. We'll talk to you soon